All right, everyone, welcome back to the Royville House of Comics. We are continuing our read of the Dick Grayson Life and Times uh, with Batman number one. I do want to kind of go back uh, and the DC database actually has the stories separated. So, for the first story, The Joker, uh, just a little thing here. The writer, once again, is Bill Finger. The penciler was Bob Kane. The inker was actually Jerry Robinson, and the letter was Jerry Robinson. We had said also that Bob Kane wrote it, so that's also a correction. Yes, yeah. So, Bob Kane did not write that. Uh, it was Bill Finger. Um, so this issue, that being said, this story, not issue, this story called The Cat was written by Bill Finger, penciler Bob Kane, and once again, the inker and letterer was Jerry Robinson. So this one, it starts with basically it's a nautical adventure. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, it starts with, you know, Robin doing a little uh, training. uh, And then Bruce comes in. I got basically something for you to do. There's a high society boat. There's a woman uh, with a very expensive necklace. And it's being basically in the papers and on the radio. So... The uh, so Bruce thinks that you know everyone knows what's going to happen here, so the crooks are going to basically go because they know that this party is going to happen and the crooks are going to come and they're going to steal the necklace. So he's got something else to do, he's out of tobacco, so he needs to go to the store. He must be smoking the last of it during their training session. Oh, yes, yes, he's smoking, yes, in the training room, he's smoking his pipe. When Dick Grayson is... Uh, okay, anyway, so it's it's a different time. Is it actually tobacco? It, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe he's just blowing bubbles. <laughs> but, so yeah, so he's got something else to do. So he's going to have Robin, Dick Grayson, be a steward on the boat and go undercover. I was like, that is cool. So, he does that. It is cool, um, except for... Let me see if I can find it. There is... Oh, okay. Dick, how would you like to take charge of this case until I get there in time to help you? That's how he posed it. (laughs) How about you uh, go work this case until you get into trouble, and then I'll be right there to swing in and help. But me alone... And how? Lead me to it. <laughs> just of course, like, you know, Robin's in it to win it here. Well, I just found it funny that Batman was like, pretty much assuming that Robin was going to get into trouble and he was going to need Batman's help. We'll see that it's... Oh, we'll see. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, Dick Grayson puts on his uh, uh, steward outfit and is going to... Work as a steward uh, on the SS Dolphin. Yes. 
Uh, it is owned by uh, a lady named Martha. Travers. <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird that uh, uh, everybody's Martha. Martha. Everybody's so, Martha. All right. So we. This part's kind of set up. Basically, there's a lot of people on the boat. Martha is an older lady. Martha Travers is an older lady, and. It seems like a bunch of individuals on the boat either owe money to people and they keep asking her for money or, well, that's actually kind of the big one. Or it kind of is. He's a gambler and he lost all his money gambling. Her doctor, her nephew, and then her brother. Her doctor. Yes. Her doctor. Her doctor. And he's, yeah. So basically we come to find out that there's a, a group... And it's very interesting that uh, Grayson finds this out from one of the other stewards who seems to know quite a bit about what's going on around here. He's plot exposition. I am plot exposition boy, Grayson. That's his superpower. And you does just need to leave that alone. he have a mustache? It looks like it. I was going to ask that. It looks like Dick has a mustache in that same panel. Like <laughs> a little true. pencil mustache. Yeah, yeah. Little Clark Gable. It's part of his disguise. <laughs> Gotta rip that off. Well, the thing is, um, Dick basically is saying, you know, based on a conversation that he overhears, that it seems like... Mrs. Travers' nephew is really nice. And this other steward's like, yeah, he's a rat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a dirty rat. And, yeah. and then he spills the, the, he spills the dirt. Yeah. Right? His nephew is, what is he doing? He is helping an old lady yes, uh, because they are guests. In our day and age, it was a little weird that this young guy was helping this old lady. But Mrs. Peggs hurt her ankle and she couldn't take care of herself without his help. Correct, correct. So, um... So Dick Grayson uh, looks like this yacht is, isn't the safest place in the world for the necklace is worth half a million dollars. And he's kind of looking around, realizing that there's a bunch of not really cutthroats, but people that have motive. They do and then motive. he goes to pick his nose. Yeah, there's that. Um, that's I'm weird. sorry, the panel yeah, just does. makes it, it look does. like he's... Because he's like he's, tapping his... Yeah, he's like tapping the side of his nose like, hey, I think I'm figuring this out, but it just looks like he's going to pick his nose. The interesting thing that I got when we were, when I was reading this, this uh, sequence was that it seems like Mrs. Travers is awfully free with her money. Yeah, like, well, she, 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 she is a to, good person with... I mean, she does yeah. help a lot of people out, though. She doesn't seem to resent giving her nephew money or her doctor money. But evidently, if you're her brother. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was a little. Uh, She's a little harsh, harsh with him. Yes. <laughs> so uh, one of the characters throws a wadded up piece of paper over the side. The wind catches it and basically sends it right to Dick Grayson. And he reads it and it says. Keep your aunt away from room. Will be then. Sorry, I uh, will try then. Try then. Thank you. It's a little small there. We'll try then. The cat. Who's the cat? So there's this mysterious party on board because you don't really think the brother's the cat. 
you don't really think the old lady is the cat or the, the, the you nephew, know, the nephew, the doctor. So there's this mysterious person on there. So come to find out that she actually has been robbed. And so they're, they're trying to figure it out. And then the Coast Guard comes out of what they basically describe as, as a moment a boat approaches, cleaving the murky waters swiftly. It draws along the yacht, the form indistinct because of the dense fog. So this boat comes. They say that they're Coast Guard. Are they Coast Guard, Ellen? No, of course they're not. No, they're mobsters. They're dapper mobsters with Tommy guns. And it's weird because they get off the boat and they're still referring to them as Coast Guard. However, not even one of them is even wearing a suit that's in the color of blue. True. They're all wearing, well, no, the main one's wearing green. Yes, but Um, they're wearing like brown and red and yellow. Not even one of them is wearing even a three-piece suit that could be mistaken as anything close to a military uniform. Correct. Yes. So, as they're uh, going about, they, they want the necklace, obviously. She says, ha ha. Actually, Martha gets kind of in the guy's face like, you idiot. It's already been stolen. <laughs> she I does like, good job, Martha. Nice. It was a cool, it was very cool. It, it was like she, oh, did she lose it? And then like, she was just like, okay. So, uh, so then they're like, you know what? We got to get something out of this deal. Everybody, we're stealing all your stuff. Put it in these bags, blah, blah, blah. And then Dick Grayson goes into action in his steward's outfit. So I'm thinking, name's Grayson. Dick Grayson. Grayson. As he uh, heads into action, roughs up uh, some of the mobsters himself, fighting multiple individuals. However, they start shooting at him, and he plunges into the water, and... They shoot after him, like... They shoot after him. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're pretty brutal, man. And (laughs) it was kind of a little funny. Did you get him? He ain't coming up. Sure, boss. We got him. We don't miss. Very next panel. They missed. Yeah, but the gunman is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Also, while Dick Grayson is underwater, he... Tears off his whole uh, steward outfit and underneath. I can only assume it was on underneath. Because I can't imagine Dick Grayson taking off his steward outfit, grabbing a bag, putting on his Robin outfit all underwater. It was a tearaway steward outfit. <laughs> tearaway steward outfit. Velcro? When was Velcro? I don't know. Mm, probably maybe, not. It's uh, maybe snaps. Snaps. Bat crow. <laughs> That makes it sound like another villain. <laughs> I'm <laughs> the back crow. Anyway, so uh, so as Dick Grayson is changing into his Robin outfit, the mobsters escape. However, they find that they are being tailed. They start shooting. They don't hit whatever is tailing them. Mm-hmm. And I find it once Before again we funny. we get too far, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, so... Um, basically during the whole mobster scene, one of them's like, you can't trust anyone these days after he finds out that the necklace has been stolen. Right, right. Um, I thought that was hilarious. But as they're leaving, this is, I had this pulled up on my... All right, she's ready for this. Go ahead. Because, because 
Mobster in green. I'm assuming he was the head guy. I can't remember. He was the one talking the most. Okay. So. Well, we can't. Well, we can't kick. We got more than the necklace is worth in dough and jewels. They were on a yacht. And the people aboard the yacht had more than half a million dollars in cash and jewels in their pockets. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all super rich. I mean, it's a private yacht. There's probably a bunch of people there. So what? They're just showing off? So they're pulling out their wallets and saying, look at this fat one. Oh, really? Look at this one. Look at this if one. If you got I've a got guy the... with a Tommy gun pointed at you, I think I'm giving him my wallet. Well, no, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have given him the wallet. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about... Not concerned. I thought it funny that they actually were just carrying that cu- that stuff. Ah, well, it could have been mostly uh, like you know diamonds, you know. Oh, watches, like jewelry, like people watch. Jewelry, okay, people wearing. Yes, yes, okay. yes. That's what I. That's what I get. But half a million dollars. In 1940 money, that's quite a bit of jewelry. That's quite a bit of watches. Well, she had one necklace worth half a million. Yes, but that was to dictate and pull people in. That was the whole hook for the story. So, I mean, it's like the... Well, if I'm a rich socialite, if I'm the rich socialite, I'm going to wear my most famous, most fabulous attire. There's so many... (laughs) <laughs> There's so many named jewels in the DC universe, I guess. Well, I just, true, true. Uh, anyway, sorry. I, I apologize for derailing again. You go on. All right. Well, so I find it funny uh, that the boat is red. Batman's boat is red. Because as we know in Detective Comics, the quote unquote at the time Batmobile that he was using, or at the very least, the vehicle that Batman was using, the Batmobile was red. Mm-hmm. So I just found it funny. Well, he's he's all in the same in the same aesthetic here. So he jumps uh, from his boat, knocks out a couple guys, and Robin shows up and lassos them, thereby grabbing all of the mobsters. Come Robin. to find out, obviously the mobsters aren't the one. So there's still somebody out there that took it. However. Fight this club. is the part exactly. <laughs> this is the part where I was like, I can't wait till Ellen reads this. It's Fight Club. So Batman decides that he's going to have. I I I just gotta read this. <laughs> I, this is Batman. All right, Robin's there, and all oh, of the, all after, the mobsters are there. This is after the Robin. How did you get here? Well, yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, on. so Batman says, "I'm going to show the kids of America." I don't know why he's narrating all this out loud, but I guess he's telling the mobsters, "I'm going to show the kids of America how yellow you rats are without your guns." Talking to the mobsters, I guess. I'm going to let Robin here take four of you on all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's Fight Club. What? I know. I know. Um, it gets better. Bruce, that's not what you do. I know. I know. When you have a child in your care, ch- audience, <laughs> when okay. you have a child in your care, do not this. Do the... Do the opposite of this. Do not have your child in your care fight 
four criminals. At the same time. At the same time. But even even don't have him fight one. I, I just, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that a 14-year-old kid, because I'm assuming he looks about 14-ish, 16, 14. Yeah, I think he's like 13, but yeah. Um, Four grown men. Four. However, I must say, Grayson steps up to the challenge, of course. Well, duh. He takes the four guys down. Near a scratch on him. And then Batman, looking at the reader, breaks breaking the, floor. the fourth wall, <laughs> yes. says, Well, kids, there's your proof. Crooks are yellow without their guns. Don't go around admiring them. Rather, do your best in fighting them and all their kind. Kids. Do <laughs> not go out to look for criminals and fight them. Yes. I'm going to go on the record. I'm sorry, Bruce. I'm going to go on the record and say that's a bad idea. So bad. I just wonder if, like, after this comic came out, there was just a string of kids getting their butts kicked from, like, the, the corner tufts. I don't know. But in this... Batman told me I should knock you out. What? <laughs> but in this specific panel, when he's looking dead at the audience, does he not look like Adam West? He does kind of look like Adam I, West, especially yeah. with the like the over the brow brows like on his, the, his facial shape. Even yeah. like it's like they they were. It's like Adam West was bred to play this character, right? They they made him in a test tube. Anyway. So, after the two-page child endangerment portion of the story, uh, they get back to the boat, uh, the yacht, and at this point, there is a grand uh, masquerade. Everybody's in costumes. They're just trying to take their minds off the fact they just got robbed. They just got robbed, right. (laughs) And they're having a costume contest. And what does Bruce Wayne do? He obviously shows up. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, that's a great Batman costume. Here you get the, we, we've all decided, you get the trophy. And what does Bruce do? Does he turn it down? Of course not. Why would he turn it down? Okay, yeah. He he accepts the, the award and then dumps all everybody's jewels and money into the cup and lets people claim their stuff. Which, hero, right there, hero. You know, he, he got his accolades, but he did the right thing. Well, come to find out, Dun, 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 that the old lady was in disguise. Um, but how did they discover this? How did they discover this? They rang the fire alarm so everybody would run, and she had a hurt ankle. So not only did she start running like a younger person, but obviously her ankle is not hurt on top of that. So she is a total liar. Total liar. However, uh, they take off after her. Dick Grayson, Robin, jumps on her back as she's running down some steps. Come to find out that she is not an old lady because she was running like a track sprinter. And come to find out that it was a young, beautiful woman in disguise. Calling herself Cat. Mm-hmm. It was a young, beautiful Woman calling herself cat. This sounds really familiar, Steve. I, I don't know. Maybe it's from that other 
thing we're not supposed to talk about. Well, there about. is a cat in that other thing that we're not supposed that's to talk true. about. That's true, that's true. And she's a villain, and, um, you know, like a criminal. Right, well, she, I guess right. she's not really a villain, but she's a criminal. That's true, that's true. Well, anyway, so they capture her. They find out that the bandage from her hurt ankle is actually the diamond wrapped underneath it. And they, her accomplice, the nephew, is quickly dispatched by Batman. By swinging the diamond in his, like, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. hit him in the face with the diamond. Million dollar diamond, bam, right there. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever, I'm Batman. <laughs> Anyway. So we get to the last page of this story and they're setting it up. They're Hmm. setting it up. So Robin says, boy, he's out colder than a dead mackerel. And then the woman, known only as Cat right now, Batman, I suppose to give Denny half of the jewels. Why don't you come with me as my partner? You and I together. So this we can rule the universe. Well, this woman called Cat is trying to get Batman on her side, and by they can flirting by flirting with uh, maybe being thieves together, a life of crime. This really sounds familiar, Steve. You and I, King and. Queen of crime, we'd be a great team with you as my partner. And then Batman, sorry, your proposition tempts me, but we work on different sides of the law. Let's go. So they get into the, he might be tempted here a little bit. They get into the red bat boat. And she jumps over the boat, over the side of the boat to get away. And what does Batman do? He trips. He trips and stumbles into Robin, who was going to go after her. Mm-hmm. He let her go. I can't contain it no, anymore. No, no, he let he her go. let her go. This woman known as Cat and... So so then the second to last panel, Robin says, too late, she's gone. And say, I'll bet you bumped into me on purpose. That's why you took her along with us so she could try a break. And then Batman, why, Robin, my boy, whatever, give you such an idea. <laughs> nice night, isn't it? <laughs> what? He's not even sly about it. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. He, she was hot. I let her go. So then he he lounges back in his bat seat, right? <laughs> and he has his arms folded. And he's kind of got his, his hand on his chin like he's daydreaming. Lovely girl. What eyes. Say, mustn't forget I've got a girl named Julie. Oh well. She still had lovely eyes. Maybe I'll bump into her again sometime. What? <laughs> I know. I, 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 um. So from the very beginning, I don't know. I'll have to look. I'll, I'll look for next, uh, for the end of this trilogy of Batman number one stories. But I wonder if this is touted as the first appearance of... Let's just say what it is. Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle Catwoman. 
She looks like Selena Kyle. She looks like like an early version of Selena Kyle. Like the a dark 1940s, hair. Yeah. Yep, yep. Kind of femme fatale. So, yeah. That being said. What? <laughs> let alone oh, like the, oh. the writing at the end. Lovely girl. <laughs> oh, oh, but let's not forget criminals are a superstitious and cowardly lot, man. Okay, alright, let's just get into it. We obviously have gone through the story. Let's get into it. We will start, as always, what didn't you like, Ellen, about this story? Two things. Fight Club. Fight Club. Dick Grayson Fight Club. Did not like. Did not like Batman encouraging kids to go and take on criminals. I don't know that that's exactly what was the goal, but that's what it reads as. Just saying. And Batman at the end, behaving so out of character and allowing, he could be nice to her. He could have, he could have, but he let her go. Like, that's not. And, and he bumped Dick Grayson so that he couldn't go after her. I know. I, I. Batman, you're a criminal. You just let her go. Well, that man technically is a criminal well, anyway. Right. Uh, heroic vigilante. Yeah, anyway, like, out of the side on, of my mouth here. Right. But um, those were the two things I actually did not like. What I did like... Oh, I'm sorry. You need to say what you don't like. No, no, that's cool. That's cool. So, I didn't like the Dick Grayson Fight Club. I must say. Uh, it just seemed, in our day and age, it seemed like child endangerment to me. But granted, granted... At the time, I'm sure if I was a little kid, I would have been like, cool, he's taking those guys out. And Grayson gave an amazing showing, as Dick Grayson should. So I'll give you that. However, taking that all in, that last panel and that part of the story where he's like, kids, you need to go and you need to fight the crime. What? What? (laughs) Yeah. Finger, what are you doing here? So that I didn't like about the story. Uh, I I can't say honestly because I love the Bruce Wayne, Selena Kyle, cat and mouse, bat and cat kind of thing. I can't say I didn't like that. I just thought it was very comical in its execution. What? I didn't like about it the most, and I'm sorry, it just kind of occurred to me and formulated in my head, is it takes away her talent. It takes away showcasing her talent. And I know, like, at this point, maybe not, because they didn't have her fully realized. She didn't even have a name yet. She's just mm. the cat. But if it is, in fact, Selena Kyle, the Catwoman... She should have been able to get away from Batman all on her own without Batman having to fake bumping into Robin and stopping him from going after her. She right. was she was amongst the most talented escape artist cat burglars in the DCU. Right. And I did actually look it up while we were talking. Batman number one is credited as the first appearance of Catwoman calling herself just Cat. Okay. I just, that that's part of why I don't like it. Had she been able to get away without Batman, like, messing up? It's implied no. 
It's implied no. I don't right, like no, that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's what we didn't like about the issue. What did you like about the issue? Honestly, all of the setup up to where it got weird with the fight club. <laughs> oh, it just got weird. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> But no, I mean, setting up Dick Grayson undercover, him actually doing detective work, eavesdropping, taking cues. Like, once he heard um, the fight with Mrs. Travers and her brother, he was like, I need to go check on the... Oh, no, it wasn't that. It was a... It was a conversation, I think, between... Oh, no, it was the... was the note. See, I just read it, and now I can't even remember. When he picks up the note off the deck, and he's like, oh... I better go to Mrs. Travers' room to save the necklace. Granted, mm. he was a step behind, but... Right, right. But, I mean, they showed him actually doing footwork, eavesdropping on conversations, finding out other people's motives, putting stuff together. A lot of the stuff that he's putting together is a lot of happenstance and really, really good luck. For him, right? Of course, but it is the no being yeah. thrown over the side, and then the wind picking it, and mm-hmm. basically sending it right to him. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he did, and then I did like even after the ridiculous Fight Club stuff when they're going back to the yacht. Um, it was Dick Grayson bouncing ideas off of Batman. Batman not dictating. No, it's this thing. He's they're partners, and there's a good. There's a good couple of conversations mm-hmm. and exchanges that they show that. It's not just Bruce being overbearing and, and bossy, right. which in a lot of more modern comics, actually, that's what it comes across as. Mm-hmm. This is more of a partnership, and he's taking the information that Dick got on his undercover mission, and they're bouncing back and forth on who it could be. I like that stuff. Pretty much from the Fight Club to to the end, though, it was mostly ridiculous. Mm. All right. All right. Well, uh, stuff I liked. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have you go uh, first all the time because the last two times it's just been me parroting what you said. Uh, but, however, that being said, I did like the beginning, the Dick Grayson stuff. Uh, he was out on his own. He was in it to win it. He was kind of, he played... Not only Master of Disguise, kind of because he had to play this part. He played spy. He played detective. He played, you know, he had to fight, you know, fight the bad guys. He played Edward. Well, that's that's after this part. Oh, true, true. Uh, You're right, you're right. You know, like I said, it's kind of like Dick Grayson's James Bond here, you know. Mm -hmm. He was Uh, good. It was was very, very cool, very well done. Dick Grayson in the spotlight here. Then we had the weird, obviously, you know what we think about the Fight Club <laughs> scene. The rails, so and bad. then the definite partnership mm-hmm. uh, in the third act of the story. Um, and yeah, so I think it was a very solid piece, very solid story with a, a couple hiccups. Um, and that... Anything else to say about this story in Batman 1? All right. So in our next installment, we wrap up Batman 1 with the return of the Joker. So, yeah. So we will end it there. If you liked this, if you like Dick Grayson, if you like us reviewing uh, these stories, leave a comment. Hit subscribe so you will... 
and notifications. So hit subscribe so you get more and notifications so you know when these drop. Other than that, keep reading comics. Bye. Keep reading. Bye.